Hi, this is Farouk. Welcome to the Sensibility Podcast. Today's topic was prompted by a discussion I had over the weekend with a longtime friend. So if you're feeling a little restless, unappreciated at work, that you're perhaps capable of more than your job demands, or just contemplating a career change, then keep listening as we unpack the steps required to help you change lens and embark on a new career. The wake-up call comes when you least expect it. You may be driving to work one morning, or lying awake in bed at night, or just hanging out with friends, and someone says, Wow, I never thought you'd become an investment banker. I always thought you'd write a novel. And you're left wondering if you made the right career decision all those years ago, and if it's too late to change. And before you know it, you remember your old dreams. When I was 23, I had a very particular set of things I wanted to accomplish. I had a plan, and a pretty good list, or so I thought. But I quickly realized that life doesn't always go according to our plans. And back then, you pursued one career path because you were expected to be the breadwinner. According to a report I found online by the Bureau of Labor Statistics in the US, baby boomers held an average of just over 12 jobs from ages 18 to 52. For millennials who are more tech-savvy, that number is likely to be much higher. And this tells us that it's perfectly normal to change careers, even when it seems too late. And steering your way through a career change is part calculation, part chance, and part leap of faith. And today we're not going into what your purpose is or should be, whether you should or shouldn't pursue a career change. It's more about helping you help yourself through the process. And I've distilled my weekend conversation into a three-stage process. If purpose is something you're struggling with, I've included a link in the show notes to a profound podcast that you may want to listen to featuring Nicholas Pierce, who explains why companies and people need purpose. Stage one involves preparing mentally. And for most professionals, there's no cut-off age for striking out in a new direction. People do it at all stages of their careers. And if you've dreamed of leaving a large company to start your own business, you're not alone. And similarly, thousands of entrepreneurs and self-employed individuals decide each year that they'd like to work for a larger organization, and they do so very successfully. What's important to accept at the outset is that your career is not a straight line from A to B. And you don't have to completely decide on your career trajectory from the start. In fact, as I learned, that expectation is unrealistic, no matter how methodical and systemic you are. People change, industries merge or morph, and in some cases completely disappear. And many careers can be likened to a journey. There are patches that are either adventurous or boring, and some downright scary. The trick is to have a little fun while you chart a course. And don't panic if you find you need to change your career. 
It may require some effort as you work through options initially, but I think you're up for it. As a career changer, you're in good company. Consider that Jeff Bezos studied computer science and electrical engineering, went on to establish himself as a Wall Street prodigy, and then quit to start Amazon.com. Sarah Blakely, the billionaire businesswoman, is also a good example. She sold fax machines before creating the Spanx slimwear line. Oh, and as you prepare mentally, be ready to take on the naysayers. You can expect plenty of advice, usually of the discouraging kind from friends and family when they find out that you're exploring career options. And those closest to you are often the most vocal in trying to thwart your plans. But keep in mind that when your loved ones question your judgment, they are not necessarily doubting your talent, but trying to look out for your well-being. And stepping out of your comfort zone will make anyone close to you uncomfortable too. Most importantly, you need to believe in yourself and follow your instincts. Change implies moving from a known state to something unknown. So your challenge is to clearly define the unknown and formulate a plan to get there. So the process then becomes transformative. And with a little effort, you'll project an aura of enthusiasm, determination and passion. And all three are contagious. So don't let your fear of change paralyze you. The second stage in the process involves being proactive. And there are three activity modes. You're either acting, reacting, or as I'm suggesting, being proactive. Which means you've given some attention to generating alternatives, evaluating them, and now applying some thought to your actions in a determined way. The second stage also requires that you do your research and ease into your new direction by taking baby steps. Don't do what I did years ago. I resigned from my corporate job in frustration without so much as a plan of what to do next. I had a very good idea of what I didn't want to do. But that, as I quickly learned, is only half the story. If I had to do it all again, I'd probably devote half a day a week to finding out what skills I needed and started to develop them. And I would invest the time and money in additional training until I was ready to make my move. And today this process is much easier as there are many courses offered online in everything from accounting software to computer programming, graphic design and animation. In fact, as a result of the pandemic, many universities now offer their courses free of charge and you're required to pay only if you require certification. To gain some experience, I would look at charitable organizations who are often looking for volunteers to help them with their outreach, social media and engagement. And another way to be proactive is to volunteer your time and acquire the requisite skills in a fun, low-pressure environment. Depending on your field, it may also be possible to freelance and take a temporary job or two as a consultant. This will allow you to polish your skills further 
and prove to yourself that you're serious about your career move. I would add networking to your list of proactive things to do. And while this is not something I'm particularly good at, I recognize that it's a vital activity that allows us to explore opportunities beyond the main branches of our work colleagues and social contacts. I found that mind mapping, and there are some very cool apps that allow you to do this, are very useful to map out relationships, links to organizations, and see opportunities more clearly. One of the few things we take with us when we change careers is our relationships. So leverage them for your benefit. The majority of today's jobs are found through our networks. When opportunities open up, companies often invite informal recommendations through their network channels. Taking it online is the final stage in the process. And if, like me, you're in the latter half of your career, this stage will help you master the online aspects of the career change, regardless of your age. And what you really want to do is establish an online presence in your new field. Reconfiguring and fine-tuning your digital identity will be a critical step in your career change and should reflect your new direction. Crafting a clever personal statement that states your interests, values and aspirations and then choosing which platforms make most sense. For example, if you're going to be consulting, you might need a website with a blog where you showcase your work or a presence on a social media platform or a combination of the two. The point is to have an online presence to increase your discoverability and quickly let people know what you're about when they find you. And remember that these new channels require your attention daily. They are not publishing platforms. The key word is social, and they're an extension of your networking activity. So you need to be able to respond to requests and engage with your network online. It's something that you drive. So polish your sites until they gleam, and then get active so others take notice. Adding insightful content to your social media pages that goes deeper than the information on your resume, such as commentaries on something taking place in the industry, will quickly raise your profile and allow you to position yourself strategically. So a few final thoughts before we conclude this episode. We spend about 2,000 hours or more each year working. That's almost a third of our lives. And it goes without saying that job satisfaction and career goals have a great bearing on life's happiness barometer. So set out intentionally to pursue career satisfaction and look for opportunities to fine-tune your working life so that you find fulfillment. For example, if playing the piano is your personal bliss, could you blend your love of music with your clinical psychology background and find a job using music to promote healing? Or if you're a movie buff, why not sign up for an evening class and see if your years of writing advertising copy could morph into a career in the film industry? Achieving a successful career change 
will occur when you are mentally prepared, take a proactive stance, and mine your personal and online networks. The payoff will be a life well lived. Thank you for listening, and if you found this helpful, please share it with a friend. Until next time, take care of yourself, and if you can, someone else too.